I'm now joined by Sandra Neff of Capital Four, who are one of the two new managers that we've appointed to the International Corporate Bond Fund. Sandra, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Chris. Nice to be here. Now, Sandra, Capital Four will be a new name for a lot of our investors, but actually you and your colleagues have a lot of experience of managing high-yield bonds. Perhaps you could talk a little bit about your company's history and the experience that you've got amongst your team. Capital Four was founded about 10 years ago, and the founding principles have been working together for almost 20 years. So we are experienced high-yield investors, and we've built one of the biggest high-yield teams in Europe. And the unique thing about us is that it's one firm, is one team, and is investing in one asset class. So we are a very focused organization uh, with a big, big employee ownership of about 40%. What excites you about the high-yield asset class? Well, we think it's a wonderful element in a portfolio that delivers interesting risk-adjusted returns in an environment where so many other assets have difficulties to produce meaningful income. And what does that mean in terms of the type of investment opportunities that you're trying to gain exposure to? So are the sectors that you tend to favour more, obviously there will be cyclicality, but are the tenders sectors that you tend to favour more than others? Well, we typically like boring sectors. We typically like companies that have stable cash flow. We are not being rewarded for a tremendous upside potential, for example, in a technology company, but we have the downside if uh, a company or an industry is facing risks from you know, technology factors or commodity prices, and therefore we are always focused on the downside. And you know, that often results in us investing, maybe not in something very spectacular, but in something that is robust and has good downside protection. So what you mean by that is that you, what you want to avoid, if at all possible, is the possibility of default when an interest payment by one of your investments isn't met. Yes, and, and these defaults, they typically happen in situations where a company has a, a situation where they're faced with dramatic changes in their industry and their new entrants, they're losing market share very rapidly, and they cannot adjust their business model or they are too highly levered in, in an environment that is, you know, too dynamic for them to able to re, to respond. And it's a little bit like a like a truck with very heavy uh, load. You know, if you go down with a truck, uh, very narrow, tight curves, you know, that's not appropriate for, you know, a truck with a high loading factor. You want to be careful on which road you go uh, on a track and therefore we select industries careful uh, so don't, don't, that we don't, you know, match inappropriate capital structures with industries that are not able to provide the environment for companies to navigate in that space. So, Sandra, what would be a, a typical example of a stock or a bond that you would hold in your portfolio? Well, one of the companies that we've invested in recently is called Douglas. They are comparable company to Boots that most of your listeners and most of your clients would know from the UK. They are a company that was uh, bought by CVC and we had the opportunity to invest in senior secured bonds with a 6.5% coupon. Those bonds you know, performed well over the last 12 months. The bonds are trading now at 109 and we got the chief, we achieved a 15% return. 
in a company that is very well diversified, has low technology risk, and has a very supportive sponsor in CVC that has experience in that sector and done other transactions as well. And what role does CVC play in terms of um, their interaction with the company? I, I imagine that some of our listeners are not familiar with them. Well, CVC, you know, is has provided capital to support the family who owned the business and is now preparing that company to an IPO. And the partner that is responsible at CVC for the asset has tremendous industry experience and has done a very similar transaction in Scandinavia. And we really trust them to be able to bring their previous experience in that sector to this company and prepares them well over the next couple of years to become an even better and stronger organization. And through that period, you know, we are financing, you know, the company at very attractive rates. And you talked about a 15% return. Is that, in your mind, a very satisfactory return from this type of investment? Well, the risk of return has been very, very satisfactory. Typically, we get our coupon and if the company is doing well, we get some appreciation of the bond price as well. So we can do better than just clipping the coupon and that compensates us in more difficult times when uh, or in cases where things don't go as well as in this case. So sometimes we have defaults, you know, in a challenging environment like most of the high yield managers. But if we can compensate that with also capital appreciation, then actually we can over the cycle have, you know, a, a higher return than actually just a coupon. And, and over the last 15 years that we have invested in high yield, we actually achieved the return higher than the coupon uh, in our funds and portfolios that we've managed for our clients. The other thing that I was really keen to, to gain your understanding of, Clearly, in Europe, there's an awful lot of political and economic challenge and change. Now, I know it's obviously very important to look at individual investments on a bottom-up basis, but how do you ensure that you're not sideswiped by the macroeconomic environment in terms of the, the investments that you're looking at? Yeah, that's a good question on how we deal with the macro environment. I think we are very cognizant on developments from a macroeconomic perspective. However, we don't try to forecast and take bets in the portfolio on this type of development. So we, we for example, not adding a lot of cash with the anticipation that you know, uh, there are certain types of political events occurring and then the market experience weakness. What we do is we take much more a more bottom-up focus on the portfolio. We want to know on how companies are potentially impacted by the macroeconomic developments. And then we want to pick the right companies uh, that can withstand, you know, challenges that we have as a result of political changes. In our current portfolio, that means that we are really overweight uh, parts in Europe that you know, are having an easier time to grow their local economies and, and companies are better protected from, you know, negative you know, developments. Sandra, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for joining me for today. It was a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Chris. views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. 
where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.